0: What's up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here and I wish you could see the erratic hand gestures and arm movements that I'm doing to get some enthusiasm in my voice. I don't know, like, is that... A trick of the trade. I don't know, but I feel like sometimes when I record these intros, I sound like I don't want to be here and I really do want to be here. So I do some pretty wild things and I don't know, maybe this could be shown on a video podcast possibly coming to a screen near you anyways (laughs) let's talk about today's episode there is a few things that I want to update before we get to the show so a few weeks ago we talked about the Taylor Swift versus Swifties versus Ticketmaster scandal controversy I'm not really sure what to call it but it was definitely a debacle and three days ago it was announced that 26 Swifties from across the U.S. have filed a lawsuit against Ticketmaster. They said that Ticketmaster is a monopoly and it, that it's only interested in taking every dollar it can from a captive audience and they say that the company intentionally and purposely misled Taylor Swift pre-sale ticket holders by providing codes to 1.4 million verified fans in quotes and millions of fans with it up to eight hours and were unable to purchase tickets as a result of insufficient ticket releases they are saying that Ticketmaster intentionally provided codes when it could not satisfy demands which I think is like valid and true and kind of honestly shocked that Taylor Swift almost didn't do this herself again I guess it's a lot more political for her because they have such a monopoly on all of the big stadiums across the U.S. that I feel like you have to manage like and have a good relationship with them. So, yeah, weird businessy stuff going on, but I cannot wait to see what happens with this case, like if it gets picked up. And I don't know, I've been reading about all these like antitrust lawsuits in the states happening. and I think it's great because, you know, companies are truly the devil. So, <laughs> I'll keep you posted on on where this lawsuit takes us, and then to talk about the Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary or docu series that's coming out soon, and we got a more in depth trailer, and I'm a little worried after I saw the full trailer at this point, just that again, it's kind of repeating the story that we heard on the Oprah interview and possibly in the memoir coming up and in you know every fucking interview that these two have done in the last couple of years so I'm a little nervy at like I don't know I for some reason I have a bad feeling that people aren't going to come out of this doc with like more positive feelings about them I kind of feel like people will either come out neutral or maybe even skew negative so I'm just I'm nervous about that but the exciting thing is is we're definitely going to cover it on the podcast I'm bringing back two of my faves Ida And Zachary, who joined me to discuss the Oprah interview, I think two years ago, definitely in 2021. I think it was January 2021. So wild, but we're going to get the band back together because we are obviously, you know, the trio that talks about the Royals on this podcast. And then the last thing is, is we do talk about the GMA cheating scandal on this episode. And since we recorded, they fucking like the network hold TJ and Amy from the show which i guess maybe they're just waiting till the story dies down or maybe they're just doing behind the scenes work right now but it is so wild because I feel like this would drive viewers to the show and a lot of people are saying like oh my god ABC must hate ratings because again I feel like I would tune in to watch their dynamics and see if you can see any like were there any clues or like how are they interacting or they are they (laughs) standing too close to each other like I don't know like that's the type of stuff that people like to watch so it's so weird I don't know it wouldn't be my decision for sure okay on this week's Patreon I believe I'm not like 100p but I believe I'm gonna be talking to Kenzie Cates and we are gonna talk about celebrity feuds where there are songs written about them so like where there is a call and response we did this with Taylor Swift like a la, you know John Mayer with Dear John and Paper doll, like that's like an example, but there's so many more celebs that have done this, including like Britney Spears, Ed Sheeran, and Ellie Golding, all of these people. So, we're gonna dissect those lyrics, and it's gonna be a really good time. I want to shout out Nikki. Honestly, both of these patrons have been here since day one, but Nikki W, she is a Sporty Spice fan who doesn't like sports, which I've been thinking about a lot nowadays i feel like sporty spice in the 90s kind of got a little bit of flack for like you know what she wore and stuff like that but now with the comeuppance of athleisure clothing she honestly deserves like an apology because we are all wearing what she wore in the 90s she was such a trailblazer and then i just love nikki your takes on love is blind and winter house and summer house and all of the funny things that you contribute to our discord community so thank you so much for being a petty betty corinna again a day one petty betty we love to see it i just want to say i appreciate you so so much it's been really fun on the patreon discord lately we played fuck Mary kill with taylor Swift songs that we think are going to be played in the eras tour we do a question of the day it's pop culture related so you know we debate our answers you know just send each other breaking news so if you want to be a part of the discord community as well as listen to all of the rtbp patreon episodes you can go over to patreon.com rtbp podcast and for five bucks you can Join our Discord and listen to all the episodes. Okay, friends, I think it is finally time to get to the show. Here is my conversation with Alexandria. So I'm back with a very special guest, Alexandria from Pessimism at its finest. Alexandria, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Tori. How are you?
0: Good. Thanks for being here. It was a long fucking road to get to this podcast recording, but I'm so glad you're here.
1: (laughs) Thank you once again for having me. I'm excited.
0: Me too. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast?
1: So Pessimism at its Finest originally started in, I think it was 2018. And I was actually just ranting about like things I was pessimistic about in life. And then when COVID hit, I wanted to talk about pop culture, when I was reading TV shows, and I already had this podcast established, so I kind of just continued with it. So it's kind of, I tell people about my day, have interviews with my friends, talk about random topics, open concept but if you enjoy like movie reviews and pop culture listen to me
0: yeah yeah it is a perfect mix of like real life stuff and then also pop culture which is what we're going to talk about today So uh, we're going to talk about the GMA cheating scandal, Jennifer Lopez's new music, the Harry and Meghan doc, and then Alexandria is going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and share her this week in Petty Story. So the GMA cheating scandal, it's so funny because did you follow the Try Guys cheating scandal? Um, I,
1: yes and no. So they did a podcast episode where they basically said, I don't remember the exact name of the try guy who who, he was not going to be there anymore. And I listened to that and they sounded very, sad about the situation but
0: no yeah so ned cheated on his wife and it was like a huge shock and their co-workers like youtubers all together right right and so this happened in september and then this gma cheating scandal broke this week where news anchors tj holmes and amy i should have looked up how you pronounce her last name robach robach i think robach 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 Robach. (laughs) (laughs) um got caught cheating together and having like this huge affair but it's so funny because i was like so devo and i was like burn at the stake like all this stuff but i'm like i kind of ship tj and amy together like i see no qualms with that with this relationship
1: i feel that way too the funny thing about this is i found out about it on twitter and someone was like there are 64 photos yes. that confirm yes. you having an affair. You cannot deny 64 photos. Yes. And I was like, this is insane. Someone was stalking them, watching them, like preparing a case. Mm-hmm. And I I actually think they're very cute together. Mizu. <laughs> I didn't think either one was married based on what I saw. But the whole thing is, how is this going to impact their jobs in the future? I never heard of them before this. Maybe it will help.
0: Yeah. It, literally, though, because I had never heard of them. Like The only people I would know from GMA at this point are like Kathy Hoda. And are they even? Yeah, they're on GMA. And then... Michael Strahan, I think, like, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know these people. They're on GMA three. So I think it's like, you know, how GMA runs for like, literally six hours a day. It's like, obviously one of the like sections. But yeah. So okay, this is so interesting. So basically, what happened is they've been co anchors for a really long time. They for the TV show were training For a marathon, the New York City Marathon, and documenting their journey together. So that started around March of this year. They've been separated from their spouses from August. So they're kind of saying now that it's like, oh, well, this just happened from August to November versus like we were like full out cheating. But yeah, the photos of them gallivanting around New York I think is super sus because people have been. Kind of not posing, but framing these pictures as paparazzi photos. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure literally, like one of their spouses hired a private investigator.
1: I honestly, it looks like that. And I think it's Holmes' wife that did it. I have this feeling. I don't think it's Robatch's husband. It's rarely the husband's, unless you like have a divorce thing and you want to get money. Such a good I, I usually, if it's like, and I could be completely wrong about this. Like, don't take what I'm saying as like, you know, law. But I feel like it's Holmes' wife. And the reason I think that is that if you look on Twitter, a lot of the discourse is surrounding how she feels about this. Mm. Nobody's talking about how. How Amy's husband or ex-husband feels about this right and so that's a part of the reason why I think it probably is her and furthermore he made a post about his wife like how great she was somewhere yes on the line. for her
0: an- their anniversary
1: yes and so it seems as if like he was still pretending to be this loving husband in this marriage while Amy has no record of doing so True. in her marriage so i would be completely blindsided if i was home's wife i would probably
0: you're right I'd probably hire
1: a pa too
0: you're right that's shady like that's fucking shady but like i don't know if this is a hot take or not and i don't excuse cheating in relationships at all but like when they end up like actually being like i don't know for some reason this just seems like love of their life shit and like yeah they shouldn't have cheated on their spouses because yeah i'm sure that that's what happened in reality but like i don't know when that happens with couples and then they go on to like marry or like date for a really long time, the like person they had the affair with. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) pass.
1: (laughs) Another thing too, like if you think about it, who do you spend the most time in your life with outside of like your house? It's your coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get to know them so well and you're training for a marathon with them. They're both very attractive people. Yeah. So I understand how it could have happened. Is it right? No, we're not condoning it, but I understand it. But aesthetically, they are cute, but I I ship it, but I shouldn't ship it.
0: 100%. So I found this tweet. Well, it went viral, but at Jace by Jason tweeted, the Good Morning America cheating scandal is giving what a scandal needs to. High stakes, co-anchors on the most watched American newscast, audacity, 65 photos, broad daylight cheating, and evidence hiding in plain sight the guy's anniversary post so it is like where um and then his reply tweet was unlike the adam levine cheating news which had absolutely zero features of a good scandal sleazy looking man cheats on wife with influencer he dm'd on instagram okay dot 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 and and it's like exactly (laughs)
1: like i know adam levine was a doozy so (laughs)
0: yeah yeah this broke on thursday and then they were on air together on friday and everyone was just like jaws on the floor because you know you think that they would take some time off or whatever to hide from the scandal but tj was joking he was like oh i'm looking forward to the weekend and amy was like "Yeah, i really need like a long weekend or something (laughs) like that and i was like <laughs> okay. I mean,
1: keep it professional. I think when you hide from things as well, it makes you look worse. Yeah. And I like the fact that they're like, you know what? We separated, and we're just gonna keep going with this. We're like, we're confident in this. So yes. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yes. it. Yes.
0: That's the other thing. They seem confident that this is like a real relationship versus like Ned or Adam, who just mm-hmm. again look like kind of predatory men. <laughs> like
1: absolutely. No. hundred percent. Adam's just i can't ned i'm still like a little foggy on the details but i yeah. know it was like a obstruction of power or a, what do you call it incorrect use of power
0: yes yeah 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 abuse of power yeah whatever abuse of power. Yeah, all of those yeah. work yeah obstruction
1: of power what am i saying
0: <laughs> same same <laughs> like, yeah so i can't wait to just see how this story unfolds same So Jennifer Lopez is releasing new music. She released a record, This Is Me, then in November 2002. 20 years later, I guess to this month, she announced that she is releasing This Is Me now. She released the track list, including a song called Dear Ben Part 2, which is, again, T because the first album had Dear Ben Part 1 when they were engaged the first time what do you think of this new music like will you be listening do you think it's just absolute like bullshit that she's just like I don't know redoing this same concept like what do you think of it
1: I want to preface this by saying before we get into anything I'm very biased um next to Tristan Thompson Ben Affleck is my most hated
0: celebrity. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that I fucking get that
1: <laughs> from I was a child I never liked Ben Affleck. <laughs>
0: so this is going to be
1: completely biased. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm excited for this new album. And I like the fact that she's, you know, 20 years later, going to name it this. I think it's a cool way to move forward. She's not the best singer. We all know this. We're not here for her singing chop but she has a few tunes and I will listen. Me too. Dear Ben 2, Part 2. Man, oh man, alive. I have a lot to say.
0: <laughs>
1: I, Okay is it a PR stunt yes and no I think she's hinted or said in a few interviews that Ben Affleck's of her life yeah and that he's the man she always wanted and she's now with him and he looks miserable all the time but that's just his face so <laughs> there's that I think that if it's gonna be a romantic song where she talks about like how they like got here today and they're in love, I think it's a beautiful conclusion to the love story. If he did something wrong and that's why she deleted all her Instagram photos, then we're gonna have a little bit of a problem with the song. Is it a stable relationship? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. That's the thing is like, I can't nail it down. Like, I just feel like everyone is either like black or white where it's like, this is 100% full PR. Or they're like, this is, again, like you said, the love of her life. And this is like meant to be. Mm -hmm. I flip flop every day on what side I'm on. Hmm.
1: I have two thoughts to this. I think for Ben, it started as PR. And I'll tell you why. Ben had the whole cheating scandal with Jennifer Mm Garner. And all those issues, the rehab And he really needed to rehab his image. Mm -hmm. J-Lo was there, wanted him back desperately. And he went to her and he started to look good in the media as Isaac. And it put him back in that family man mode. Mm -hmm. If you listen to the way that J-Lo talks about the co-parenting relationship between Jen Gardner and Ben Affleck, you kind of hear positivity all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think initially for him, he's like, oh, I'm stable. I'm with Jennifer Lopez again. It's going to help my career. Where Lopez is concerned, I truly believe this was the love of her life and she was happy to be with him. I don't think that marriage is as happy as we think it is. J-Lo is very high maintenance and Ben Affleck is really not. And so I think that's going to drive him crazy at a point and they're going to have those conflicts. So that's my take on it i don't think it's gonna last forever and ever
0: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) at all that's so interesting that you say that because i was watching the kardashians and pete davidson when they were driving to the met gala and they're in the car together and pete was like okay we just did the white house correspondence dinner and now we're doing this there's been so much prep so much meeting so many you know whatever this is exhausting And Kim is like, oh, but I like do that every day. And then I was thinking about, I think it was one of the Kardashians and their spouses. And they were like, or maybe it was J-Lo. And they were just like, some of the men were just like, we don't want to do this like constant like events and like, and I just feel like that's Ben and Jen. Like Jennifer Lopez gives me Kim K vibes in her work ethic. Like they're. I know she's like, get your ass up and work and stuff like that. But like <laughs> the, the one thing that I really think Kim can get credit for is she is a really hard worker. And I, she is. I like think Jennifer Lopez is too. And I, I think like sometimes you have to find a partner that's equally wants to work like that or it's not gonna work because I gave examples of two men but I'm sure it happens in other types of relationships too but it's like I don't know it just doesn't seem balanced like they one cares so much about like their public image and work 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 and money 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 power 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 and then it seems like Pete and Ben just want to like you know party live a good private life I don't know I don't know
1: well like if you look at the reasons initially as to why Ben left Lopez for Garner yeah. back in the day, yeah, it was yeah, a big yeah. thing.
0: yeah, And I was
1: so obsessed with it. And I, I just want to preface this by, I, by the fact that I never thought Garner should have married Affleck, partially because I'm biased, but, <laughs> but it was because he believed that Garner was like more ready to settle down and start a family, which is a very accurate assessment of the situation. And And his mom apparently liked Garner better than Lopez, which I can see. So I think the entire time he wanted that like family life that settled down and J-Lo was always go, go, go. And that's why I think like a Mark Anthony or even like a A A-Rod
0: was better better. for J-Lo. 100%. 100 yeah. yeah i completely agree because like he didn't want to be on every red carpet and neither does ben like ben doesn't want to like put in a thousand hours to put like the best super bowl performance on like he wants to get his dunking donuts and like i don't know <laughs> do whatever the fuck he does i don't know you know Ugh.
1: he can't eat that did you have you not noticed that since ben has been with lopez yeah he's in the best shape of his life have we not noticed that yeah
0: yeah and it's like we've haven't seen him um doing like a duncan run like like they did one but it was very pre but like 100 percent, it's like she's not putting like uh cream like coffee creamer
1: her body he's dying inside he is miserable (laughs) um and you know another thing too at events like he can't even like wear the happiness on his face while a-rod even when they were having problems looked like he was the happiest person in the entire world and she needs someone like a-rod she needs a publicity machine
0: not yes yes 100 percent. i can't even a name but like okay so then i was thinking like okay then who should kim date next or like Ooh. Who would be a better pairing for Jennifer Lopez? And I like literally actually can't think of it.
1: Oh my gosh. I want to say, you know what I've always wanted? Like this just to be a fling though. Not like a mm-hmm. full committed relationship. I would love to see Kim and Chris Evans. And I don't know why. Just for like <gasps> two minutes. Like not like not to be together forever, but like, can you imagine them on a red carpet? Do you know how like iconic it would be? And it would oh be my God. such a publicity stunt. Everyone would talk yeah. about it i don't i like that i always think about that
0: yeah i'll be thinking about that for a long time <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, do, I don't
1: want it to last
0: though yeah 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 i liked i like Kim in her like dating era yes I yeah so yeah i've yeah. been doing up on chloe but we'll see yeah so so have i like <laughs> dating life and otherwise but yeah okay I'm really excited the last thing I want to say about um JLo's new music is the most popular song from the original album was Jenny from the Block and we got that infamous Ben and Jen um video the yacht the pink bikini like all of that so I'm just like so I am very, again, excited for, like, the nostalgia and, I don't know, more bangers and, like, I don't know, maybe a better, not a better, but, like, a, a throwback music video or whatever. I am the exact audience that they are trying to sell us to. <laughs> like-
1: they need to redo that scene. They need to redo that yacht scene. Um, um- I want to see it at like age 50 how does it look
0: yeah absolutely 100 oh god yeah. so yeah i'm excited for for those reasons so let's talk about harry and megan so it was just released that they are uh starring in a six episode netflix documentary it's going to include their wedding reception a trip to africa which i was like we could use some specifics here like <laughs> that's very general and then Commonwealth Day and Megan's pregnancy are you excited for this documentary
1: yes and no they've kind of burnt me out mm, Harry and Megan a little, a little bit yeah, um, yeah, yeah I have to be honest like I was never a huge royal family fan but the constant like Harry and Megan has actually burnt me out from the royal family as a whole so am I gonna watch it absolutely but they had the like special with oprah they had the podcast they had the he had a show on like apple tv he has spare like i'm like I, everything is harry and Meghan on the news all the time and the thing is somebody said they're going to be the next like michelle and barack obama how <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's really a slight towards the Obamas. That's a stretch. That's yeah, a stretch. <laughs> but like I get what people are saying. That's what they're probably like trying to emulate. But it's yeah. not. It's not giving. No, it, it's it's really not working out for them. But I agree. Like, I'm really I I don't think I'll ever not be obsessed with Harry and Meghan. I just think it just the whole storyline. Yes, is so fascinating to me. You just. Again, like it was so historic, like Harry leaving the family, the working royals and stuff like that. But you're right. I think I'm nervous for them because they're already like controversial. Yeah. And I am nervous that they are going to do too much and people are not are going to stop being like on their side.
1: My whole thing, too, is that you keep selling me the same narrative repeatedly in 45 different ways and what I want now is I want a clear understanding of what took place and then call it a day and I think the reason why they're dancing around it is because they still want to have a relationship with the royal family obviously it's his parents and his brother yeah but but like you've already left they do not like you (laughs) like Just let me just say what's good, yeah, and like call it a day. They need to diversify their revenue streams, obviously, because like you can't keep selling me the same story for revenue. Megan, go. Is Suits still on? Is will Suits take her back? I don't know.
0: God, no. They (laughs) fucking wrapped up that show, which was so good. They should have really like after Megan left, her partner like husband in the show left too. And I'm, oh. it, it's kind of like when Christina Yang left Grey's Anatomy and now Meredith Grey is leaving it's like then just end the show like it's weird when the show continues without the main characters but yeah, yeah suits she actually referenced suits in uh, one of the press interviews she was saying like well I'm used to like being around cameras and stuff like that it was so different for Harry when we were like recording this and stuff like that so it's interesting but I saw some Stills of their like wedding reception and stuff, and like yeah. I'm just so excited. Like that is again so behind the scenes that will we would have never got if they were still like working royals. So I'm very very excited for some of it, but yeah, I am nervous that people are just gonna get tired of like I think that the royal family was in the wrong, Harry and Meghan were in the right, but for yes. some reason the way that again, it's being sold to us. There's room, I feel like for people to think otherwise. So I don't know. I'm nervous for them.
1: I'm gonna like, okay, this is gonna be like a controversial take. But from the moment, like Harry announced he was dating Megan, I remember saying to my mom, this is gonna be a disaster. And this is before they got married. And I was like, I don't know. This could be a mistake. Maybe like in 20 years it won't be, but that's what I always thought. The problem with Megan, and it's not that she's like a fake person, but she doesn't come across in a way where you can read her. And because you can't read her, you assume that she is fake. Yeah. Right. And so Harry, you've always been able to read him. When you have that contrast, it's like Hellyanne Conway and her husband, right? Like you can not. You can't really read him. Like, are you like? Where do you sit? But Kellyanne, you you know what she's talking about. And I think that that is kind of like where Harry and Meghan. I love how you use the Conway as an example. But
0: like, so random, kind of, but I get it. <laughs>
1: this is kind of like the way I feel about Harry and Meghan. I think if I could, if I could read her better, I would be able to understand. But it, it's also she's been bashed so much. She's probably so like you know, cold to the media, cold to the public. It's just hard.
0: Yeah, on one hand, you're right. She comes off sometimes as inauthentic, but on the other hand, it's like, well, of course, she's been bashed so much. Why should, she doesn't need to give us anything. But yeah, I I saw a clip of her from an interview and I think the reporter interviewer asked, like, what are you watching on TV? And she was like, once Harry and I put the kids down and then I do my daily wordle and then we peruse Netflix like all of this stuff and I was like this seems like a canned answer that you like thought of of like oh this seems relatable so this is how I'll say it but I'm like but it seems rehearsed and maybe that comes from her acting days I don't know but with all that being said I just I still like them so much together and like I really like they're super cute and like I again I feel like some of this stuff that yeah comes off as inauthentic is like protective but yeah it's been just an absolute whirlwind so I'm just excited to see because it really documents like from the wedding reception on is like when they left the family so I just I hope we get the the juice
1: We'll see if we get it. I think that number one, the Royal family is very much to in the wrong. And I think if they were a little bit more accommodating, Harry and Meghan would not have left. Agreed. And they would have had a beautiful marriage. Also, the media was very harsh to her. They were harsh to Kate initially as well, like bringing up like photos of her clubbing days, but they were very harsh to her. And I, what I was disappointed about is that Kate was not more of an ally to Meghan as like- yes that was a little bit um odd to me and i think that in everything for some reason even when they speak they can't really touch kate and and i don't know if there's like a clause in that or whatever not but um i think in my honest opinion i think more than charles is her name camilla his wife charles and camilla i think william and um kate are the problem
0: that's so interesting
1: I think they're the problem. I think they're bullies Yeah. and if, mind you, Kate's gorgeous and can put on anything, of course. but I think that they, I think they have more of a say and more power than we think. And I think that, um, that caused the issues we see today. So if they can address that effectively, I'm going to be very interested in this Netflix show. Yeah. I'm going to watch it anyway, but I would like to hear that from them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know that's the thing that always makes me so sad because when we saw like Kate, William and Harry and then Megan joined, it was like, oh my God, the fab four. Like, this is so fun. This, like the power these four could have. And like, you're right. Like, wouldn't she want an ally and a friend in Megan? So why was she so horrendous? Like, was it because she was like, well, I was treated like this. This is just the way it is. Or like... I don't know what it was but I'm sad about what could have been because I think it could have been just so fun and stuff like that but I do think that Kate has yeah a lot of control or wants a lot of control and I think she was honestly jealous because Megan yes like Kate was kind of like like her clothes and stuff like that were a little bit like dowdy and like Megan was so chic and like Everyone loved yes. her and she was fun and charismatic and stuff like that. And I think Kate, yeah, just wasn't that. So
1: Well, Kate isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. and I don't and I don't want Kate to be that. No. I like Kate the way she yeah. is, but I think Kate was jealous of Megan's popularity, mm-hmm. especially in America, because in North America, we have to be upfront, Megan was million eons more popular than Kate. And I'm gonna say something very um, maybe it's like it'll be i don't know it'll be taken but i think if they had embraced megan they would have seen their reputation in the caribbean
0: and in africa
1: as a royal family completely flip because the way they treated megan negatively has like a bunch of the caribbean and african countries preparing to leave yes and so they're getting booed everywhere they go they were booed in toronto the other day yes
0: yes yes i saw that
1: yeah so it's if they had tr- Megan is so popular in that respect that if they had embraced her, they would have a different outcome, I think that this negativity could be the downfall of the monarchy. In like some ways I could, you know what people like don't believe it could be. I have this feeling that William's going to be the last King. I, yeah. I don't know how it's sustainable. I love this. Take. <laughs> like, I I don't know how it's sustainable after this. 100%. Because, right. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I would, well, I talk with a lot of my friends, like us being Canadian, like I thought with the death of the queen, for some reason, I just kind of thought we would leave the Commonwealth, but then we didn't like plan plan for that or anything so like I agree that like it's outdated we don't need a I don't want to be a part of the commonwealth I don't want to be in a monarchy like I don't want any of that and you're right like the sediment of a lot of people and a lot of countries but that's interesting that you specify the Caribbean and African countries because I was even just thinking their popularity in general like in the world because I think there's a lot of like abolitionists and stuff so it's like it is really interesting but yeah I completely agree with what you're saying but I just yeah I think in general those four could have again modernized the monarchy to a point where maybe people didn't want to leave it but now people yeah I think will continue on this path of not wanting it and stuff so
1: my last note on that though mm-hmm. is I, we know Australia wants to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can't so in our taxes we do pay them annually like a dollar per person, and the benefit to being a part of the monarchy is if you want to travel to the UK you don't need a visa, and so we have to look at that as a benefit. But the negative is, do they serve us? Does our dollar go a long way? Mm-hmm right I mean I can go to Tim Hortons for that
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like how does how
1: far does it really go and I think that those are questions that could be had but you know as, he, as you said he's coming up with spare and we'll see if he addresses them I know Charles said if he puts the book out he can never come back for any reason so we'll see what happens
0: with spare. yeah yeah my eye is like I'm just I'm following this with everything in me because this it's just interesting because it's on such a public worldwide scale that I can't look away. I'm
1: going to read spare. I have to see what he has to say. I have to see why Charles is up in arms. Me too. Um, Me too. But I, I hope we get what the information we're looking for and harry can just live his best life because i i think harry deserves happiness i think he's been through a lot of trauma and pain and sadness and megan's his sunshine and light and love and i i just i just want them to be left alone by the british media and i just want to to be happy that's
0: all agreed and i think as people watch the crown and stuff like that they're seeing how this system and the firm and stuff like that have interfered with a lot of people's lives like Harry and Diana and etc etc and even made like Charles and William's life miserable at some point so it's like I think yeah I'm gonna have like a highlighter a pen I'm gonna be like basically like studying this book like I'm writing my thesis so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we are now at the part of the show where Alexandria is gonna nominate a pettyweight champion of the week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Who are you nominating this week? I'm gonna okay. I don't know if it was iconic, but it was
1: definitely petty. I'm gonna nominate Jesse James Decker. And if you don't know who she is, you can go to Instagram. You can actually just type in her name and um in what you call it, the search bar of Google. And if you want a more in-depth dive, I have to plug it. You can go to JJD and Family on Reddit and you can actually find a whole bio of um, just some of the things that she's done that have raised red flags in terms of business practices, if I can say that. But she is a country singer who I have seen live and she's quite good. She's a fashion designer, controversial, but fashion designer for all intents and purposes an author Um, the book was mediocre at best and, (laughs) and, um, a housewife, which is also controversial since she's on vacation every month. And now (laughs) the controversy of the week is that she posted a picture of her three children who are beautiful and they're in athletics. So they have abs and people thought, first of all, they were Photoshopped and they were, like it was a sign that she was pushing her kids to be like extra fit and unhealthy And whatever, not mind you, the entire family is very fit. She's done many interviews where she talks about the way she feeds her children, and they eat high protein diets, plus, they're in all these athletics. So, to me, it's not like shocking that they have abs at that age. I that that was my whole thing. Now, the backlash was so great that she had to put out another video confirming that her children's abs were real. I don't think she needed to do that. I think that was a little bit too extensive. A bunch of celebrities like Kelly Rowland, Jordan Sparks. Um, they basically like were saying, Oh my god, we're so sorry this happened to you. We love you, you're beautiful children. I'm like, don't give this gas. Don't like just leave it. Literally. And then she took to her stories basically posting pictures of her husband, Eric Dacker, and basically being like, these abs are fake, pictures of him shirtless. And I'm like, that's petty. Now it's like you're running with this. But then I wake up the next morning and the stories on TMZ, the stories on Fox News, the stories on GMA. And I felt that it's petty because she keeps posting about it because it keeps her relevant and like, leave it alone. But just say your piece, move on. We don't need to be having these conversations. And she does this all the time. But why are you using your children as the plot device?
0: Literally. So, okay. I don't think that they were photoshopped because- I looked at the pictures and they look and, like, I feel like at this point I'm, like, a Photoshop connoisseur because, again, we follow <laughs> the Kardashians. So I don't think they were Photoshopped. And I also, like, I don't know. I don't ever want to – well, I, I say this all the time because I'm, like, I don't want to ever, like, judge people's parenting because I'm not a parent. Like, right. And we don't know. We don't have the whole picture and stuff like that. And then I go on to judge their parenting. <laughs> like, I don't think it's absurd to think that kids can have abs because it's, like – those kids are obviously like so thin that they like their muscles show through because yeah. they're just their youth, like they're just they're in their child bodies. Like, but right. like, then sometimes I do think about like just the extent that so Eric Decker is in NFL and stuff like that. So I'm sure he's been like training yeah. like his whole life and like just thinking about how you put your own shit on kids. Um, around like food and fitness and stuff like that. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe that is sus. Maybe they are like pushing their kids too much. But then I also just think like when like I had a cousin who was in competitive gymnastics and it's like, yeah, she had a six pack, but she was she wasn't over. I, well, I don't want to speak for her, but I don't think she was overtraining her body. She was just a competitive gymnast or like when I used to dance, yeah. there was dancers that had like super fit bodies that I don't think they were like training like an unhealthy amount or anything like that. But um, I don't know who am I to say. But I was more worried about the kit, the tans on the kids. Like they need more sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, as I said, like she said in many interviews, the family stops eating at six o'clock every day. Yeah, that's they fucking eat- weird they eat high protein diets. Her daughter's in competitive gymnastics. Um, Her boys are both in like like competitive sports. But my whole thing is, you didn't have to do a video proving it. Yeah. like further...
0: And, like, I mean, and a lot, like, comparator pictures of your kids. Like, that's fucking weird. It's
1: very weird. Yeah. And I thought that that was... And then bringing your husband... She's very fit. The whole family's very fit. I appreciate that. I love it for them. But it was just a lot this week from her.
0: 100%. I also think, like... So these kids are, like, under the age of 10. But can you imagine in, like, yes. five... 10 years they're just like googling themselves and then they see their mom's screenshots of their mom's instagrams like detailing their bodies to the fucking world like i feel like it's that's weird. when they're gonna get issues like
1: i i don't know i feel like it is she just took it too far yeah yeah that's my the, the picture was great just leave it all she just is edit the caption and be like these are not photoshopped my kids are healthy leave me yeah alone.
0: or not say anything just move on just leave it yeah but that's another thing that I always think about like Chrissy Teigen or like Kylie Jenner was like clapping back at TikToker last week and stuff like that I'm like take your wealth and chill like yeah (laughs) chill like go do whatever you don't need to clap back at the haters online like no like I don't know it just it annoys me so much
1: is known for that though Yeah And like She'll spend all She'll like stretch it out And the fact that this is still going on To like today Like as if December 4th We're here It's It's a lot Yeah It's time to stop
0: 100% It is um, She thrives off of these mini out, Like is, is it called like outrage media? I don't know what it is But these mini controversies That won't get her cancelled But will have us Us specifically Talking about her yeah. For weeks to come and that's what she does yeah and she drives off of that so yeah
1: i know well we'll see if she comes back to reality tv which was her show was so curated yeah. we couldn't get anything from yeah, it
0: yeah yeah she's fascinating i need to get on her like snark reddit or like whatever <laughs> whatever it is because like you mentioned because i feel like she's a fun person to deep dive I've been there since the conception of it, and
1: she is very fun to deep
0: dive. I love that. I love that. Okay, finally, it's time for this week in petty, where Alexandria is going to share a story about something that happened in real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week?
1: Well, I was just a few months back, like two months ago. I had a coworker who was just not doing their work, and they said to me, "When when the men in my family." sorry the men in my family start to age poorly around 35 so I think I still have time and I just looked at him because I was just being like petty Alex I was like you're being generous to yourself And he just said, okay, (laughs) picked up his drink and walked away. Because what do you say to that? But in my defense, when I first saw him, I thought he was like 41. And I came out to (laughs) find that he's like in his early 30s. So I I don't know if I'm wrong for that. I just think I was being petty because I was upset about something and not articulating it. But that's just my petty moment of the week.
0: I'm obsessed. Okay, so what was the context? Like, why did he say that?
1: I think somebody else was talking about how like they think they're aging and like they need Botox and I was like well like my aunt who's like 70 something looks like she's 40 so I think I'll be fine and then he's like well men in my family start to age poorly after 35 so I think so so like whatever and I'm just like yeah, no no you you are aging every day yeah. <laughs> like like you're you're being very generous oh my god
0: <laughs> you know? I'm dead that's so fucking funny how's how has it been since that <laughs> in the last couple um, of I've, months
1: I've um I've thrown a little bit a few more shots yeah. I think like he said he's like how are you this confident and I'm like the question is how do you get this confident the answer is you never will be so <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> i just whenever i'm like annoyed by a person i just get like i have these like little petty like shots i give to
0: people i'm fucking obsessed i love how you keep dunking on him also the audacity to be like how do you get this confident fuck you like seriously (laughs) well
1: you know what? He never will be, and that's the answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's holy the shit. I love that. Is that your, you know, like way of dealing with annoying colleagues? I like I I think I vary from like just ghosting people <laughs> to, to like sending a a strongly worded email. Um Yeah, I'm not usually like a a clap back kind of girl, girl so no, I, if I'm upset
1: with somebody, I don't yell. I don't go off. I'm a clap back person. I'll be that. like, I'll just clap back at everything. Like I will be like your food. Sucks. Like, <laughs> you know, <even> like, <laughs> like I just do it. Like that's, that's just the way I deal with like upset. If, like if it's too many in a row, you know, I'm like upset
0: with that's you. That's <laughs> so, so like, funny. That's so fucking funny. I love that. Well, keep us posted if there's any other things that you say to your Co-worker, I feel like this could be like an ongoing series on your podcast I like I should make this I should a segment like I, <laughs> like I should like seriously <laughs> I would I would be tuning in and obviously okay this was so much fun I feel like we covered so much uh where can the listeners find you and anything else that you want to plug
1: okay so I am pessimism my pessimism i'm not on pessimism at its finest on instagram oh my god i don't know my twitter but pessimism at its finest on instagram i think i'm pessimism podcast on twitter but you can find the link to all my social medias from
0: my instagram and follow me there yeah and i will uh tag you so people can find you easily (laughs) but i think you are pessimism (laughs) podcast (laughs) i guys, i don't i don't have my hand sorry no you're all good thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me and there you have it thank you so much for listening and thank you to alexandria for joining me on today's episode i kind of want to do stuff for the hollies so let me know should we cover like a holiday movie should we talk about the best holiday music should we do holiday pet peeves let me know and I'll fit it into an upcoming episode okay friends I hope you are safe and healthy out there as always I'm your host Tori and I am ready to be petty see you soon bye